welcome to another episode of Getting Off the Hamster Wheel, how to find a career that brings you joy, fulfillment, and success. My name is Karen Weeks, and for those of you who don't know me yet, my passion is helping people get unstuck from a career that is no longer fulfilling and find one that is, which, by the way, also re-energizes all areas of your life. And I get it, because I'm a career changer myself. I made the change from theater to HR 20 years ago, and now even adding this coaching practice to my career, and it all changed my life. So in these mini episodes, in between the guest episodes, I always try to pick a theme that came through in the previous week's episode. What really stood out in my conversation with Duncan last week was his advice about finding work and companies whose values align with your personal values. And I realized it's really interesting because I've been helping companies for 20 years create their values, and yet I hadn't done the own exercise for myself until I started my coaching business. And so I wanted to help others think about how to actually create your personal values. If you haven't done this before, it may seem overwhelming, but it's actually can be very straightforward and simple. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips on how to create your own personal values. And then you can think about how important is it that these are reflected in your work, that these are reflected in the company that you work with. These are reflected in the mission of that company. It may be different for each person, and that's okay. For me, uh, when I think about the companies that I work for, I want there to be some sort of alignment. I need to know that there's something about it that connects with who I am in my core, because authenticity is so important to me. I have worked for companies where that wasn't the case. And while there was nothing wrong with the company, they were successful, they did good things, it just wasn't the right place for me because I couldn't be myself. So that's more the value alignment for me personally. And then of course, when I coach people and in with my own side business, I wanna make sure that because it's all kind of based on me, that my values shine through both how I coach and people's experiences with me, whether they work with me or not, whether they work with me for a day, whether they work with me for months, I want them to feel these values come through in every interaction with me. Okay, so let's take a step back. First of all, what are values? The way I describe this is that it's a representation of who you are, what's important to you, the behaviors that you wanna demonstrate and how those behaviors come through when you make decisions, when you communicate with others, when you prioritize your work. You know, does this thing I'm about to work on tie to my values? Do my goals tie to my values? So whether you like the word values or not, think about it, you can use the word philosophy, you can use the word behavior, guiding principles, um, promise to yourself, promise to others. DNA of who you are. You can call it whatever you want. I I like the word values probably because of my corporate background. Corporate. I always say that and then I laugh because I've always I've almost always worked for startups, but you know what I mean, internal business roles. So, my values just so you have the context are you be you, which is all about authenticity and living the life that's right for you. Dream big. So while it doesn't have to be risky, think outside the box. Think about all the possibilities that are out there that you could be living and could be yours. Live with serenity. So this refers to the serenity prayer and accepting the things that you can change and the things you can't and knowing the difference and then moving on or owning it and taking control. 
and then finally follow through. Part of this speaks to my personality. I'm a list person. I got to check things off. But it's also about promise. If I've said I'm going to do something for you or I'm working on something with you, you bet your booty that it's going to get done because that's really important to me that I always follow through. No one feels like they were left hanging or ghosted or any of those things. So those are my values. You be you, dream big, live with serenity, and follow through. But how did I actually get to those? Well, for me, exercise number one, which I want to recommend for you, is just not a word cloud because that's a technology that you can use, but a brain dump, a list, a whiteboard, a post-it, like however you like to do this, a drawing, however you like to do this. Think of all the behaviors that you are, that are important to you. You know, is that authenticity? Is that trust? Is that respect? Is that relationships? Is that health? Is it any of the things that are important to you in your life? Don't worry about how you phrase it. Don't worry about what it sounds like. Just literally over the week, jot down any word that comes to mind that you think represents you or the ideal version of you. Sometimes we're not our best selves. And sometimes it's because life has beaten us up a little bit. Sometimes because we're not putting our best selves forward. But who's the person that you are at your core and who you know you can be and want to be? Again, don't make it so idealistic that like, you know, I'm a supermodel and I'm 5'10 and whatever. I know you can't see me, but I'm not 5'10 and I'm not a supermodel. Um, so make sure that it's actual things about you and things that you can control. But over the week, like I said, post-its, drawings, random notebook, journaling, whatever you like to do. Think of the behaviors. Think about the words. Think about the visions of what describes you at your core. And you're going to start to see some real themes come, tr come through. Because again, don't worry about the words. One day you might write down authenticity. The next day you might write down genuine. And that's okay. Just write it all down. Capture it all over a week. Because then the second part of the exercise is to go through it and see what themes are coming through. So think about as you go through that list, as you look through that vision board, as you look through the things you cut out, as you w read back through your journal, as you look through the post-its, start to kind of cluster them together. Are there three to five themes that start to come through? Are there phrases that you've used? Like that's how I came up with live, in sur live with serenity. My grandmother, and I've shared this many times, was in AA for 32 years up until the, she died. And it was so important to her. And while she wasn't a religious person, the serenity prayer always connected with her. So and since I can remember, she would talk about accept the things you cannot change. Know what you can't. Let go of what you can. Have the wisdom to know the difference. The courage to, think, to change the things you can. All of those things are just ingrained in me. And I say it over and over and over and over. So that's where Live with Serenity came for me. Because I just knew it was just part of my mantra. It was just everything I talked about. When I saw someone was struggling, the first thing I'd ask is, well, what can you change? What can't you change? So go through the post-its, the journals, everything, and find three to five themes that start to come through. The third part of the exercise is to ask others. People you trust. These are not necessarily yes people in your life. These should be people that truly know you, that you feel like you can be your authentic self self with. 
and then ask them the same questions. What words would you use to describe me? What behaviors do you see me demonstrate when I'm at my best, when I'm at my true self? And see what they have to say. And how do those align to the themes that you've captured from your own writing? Probably they overlap, but maybe you'll get some different words out of it, or maybe you'll get a different sense of what the themes actually mean. You know, sometimes we live in our own minds and that can be harder than anything else than what the world sees of us. So ask people that you truly trust, have them go through the, the exercise thoughtfully. You know, this isn't, oh my gosh, I just love you so much. You're just so lovely. Thank you. That makes me feel nice, but that's not helpful. So really ask them to think and dig deep and be thoughtful about how they would describe you, behaviors they would use. And again, the behaviors that are really your true self and when you're, you're at your best. So you have your thoughts, you've got some themes, you've got other people's thoughts from trusted, you know, support people. Now let's start to put all that together. When you think about moments that you are at your best, when you think about moments that you are at your worst, how do these themes align with those moments? You know, for me, there was a time where I was really scared and I was sort of running away from a career situation. And it was at a time when personally, I was really taking a lot of risks, challenging myself to be the person that I knew I could be inside. I went skydiving for the first time. I did a Spartan race. I was doing all these things of, you know, all the time in your life, you said, oh, you know, that's too risky. That's too scary. Who the heck actually does that? You can't do that. You're not athletic. And I realized I was doing the same thing in my career. I was stepping away from something that was really uncomfortable. And for me, that was a moment as I was going through my values where I wasn't dreaming big. I wasn't putting myself out there. Was the decision wrong if I had gone that path? I don't know. Probably not. You, you can't predict the future. You, you know, hindsight in this case isn't 2020 because I don't know what the other path would have looked like. But I do know that I was running away. I do know that I was playing it safe. And that didn't feel authentic to me at the time, which is why I actually couldn't follow through with the, the decision I was trying to make. So that was a moment when I looked back and I said, I wasn't living my true self at that point. I wasn't living my values. On the flip side, the times when I have felt my best, I have felt like I really accomplished something. I put all my hard work into something and I felt very successful on the other side. No matter what the actual outcome was, I felt proud of it. And so that was my follow through thing. The other piece of it is no matter what personality test I take, whether it's Real Colors, uh, Myers-Briggs, DISC, Finders, whatever personality ass assessment is your jam, I come out as some sort of like organized, checklist, action-oriented freak. And so I'm going to let my freak flag fly and follow through is something that is clearly very important to me. Okay, so you've written down your words or you've drawn it or however you've done it. You found your three to five themes. You've asked others for what they would use to describe you. You thought about when you were your best. You've thought about when you were your worst and how those tied those three to five themes. So my friends, you kind of have your values now that you've kind of like tested them and seen them in action and you've heard them from others. You have your values and now it's just putting them into words that mean something to you. Don't overthink it. Is follow through like a creative value? Probably not. Is you be you like original? No, people post it all the time. 
but it's they it's words that resonated for me and so i liked them and i used them so rewrite those three to five themes in words that mean something to you it can be one word it can be a short phrase don't overcomplicate it don't make it lengthy don't have it be a paragraph just have it be a few words that mean something to you because by the way that's all this has to be you know i share my values with other people partially because as a coach and for someone who does this with companies you know it's helpful to hear like my version of all this but you don't have to this is just for you this is to help you guide your life so don't worry about what other people are going to think about the words don't worry about if other people are going to get it does it mean something to you then that's all that matters so in theory you now have your personal values congratulations If this was hard or you struggled at any minute because something didn't make sense or you didn't see a couple of themes come through or when you asked other people that totally disagreed, reach out. Let's chat about it. I've done this with my clients. Like I said, I've done it with companies for years. It was one of the first things I did at Order Groove and one of my proudest moments um, because I just love figuring this out for folks, whether you're a company or an individual. So If you did this exercise and struggled with it for any reason, reach out to me. Let's work on it together. Let's see how I can help so that you can identify what your values are. And then you can use those to really guide the best life and the most authentic life that you want to lead. So that was my advice for this week. That was my actionable follow up to the conversation with Duncan last week. I hope it was helpful. As you listen to these episodes, hopefully you're enjoying them. Please subscribe to them, share them with others, post them on Instagram. Was this really helpful? What are your values? Like post it somewhere and tag me in it so I can see that you uh, found success and found help. And then leave a rating or review for the podcast. It really helps us get found. And that's all I want out of this work. And finally, let's connect. How can I help you with your career change, your career transformation, help you find clarity in your career and your life? You can find all my contact information in the podcast overview, and hopefully we can connect and I can help. And until next time, remember, there's always a way to get off the hamster wheel.